Welcome to Sky High Results Online, where I interview the best online marketers and uncover their top strategies to drive the growth of their business. I'm your host, Victoria Gibson, and I'm here to share the best advice for women entrepreneurs to boost their online marketing efforts and get results now. Now, here's your episode. Hi everyone, it's Victoria Gibson and welcome to today's episode of Sky High Results Online. I'm super excited about this episode because I'm bringing one of my favourite people to you who is Bianca Aono Robertson. Um, she's a mindset coach for high performers and helps them conquer their inner mean girl to achieve a life full of meaning and freedom. Bianca has weathered the storm of building and dismantling multiple six-figure businesses from scratch, including an award-winning fitness studio and online health coaching businesses. Her mastery of motivation also led her to represent Australia in six different sports, despite struggling with her weight for over 15 years. Her pursuit for excellence in all areas of her life led her to discover a more holistic form of success by overcoming the BS beliefs and doubts that hold us back. Bianca is a leader amongst leaders and works with overachievers who want to take their mission in the world to the next level without sacrificing their health and happiness for some day. So welcome Bianca, it's so great to have you here. Thanks Victoria, I'm very pleased to be here. Yeah, I mean we've, we've worked together, um, you've been a part of my Breakout Success Mastermind and I've been able to see you grow over time but um, also see the latest transition that I guess I was really excited to share with everyone which um, I've always known that you've been an amazing mentor in the, in the world of weight loss and and helping people, you know, fall back in love with their bodies and, and get a healthier relationship with their bodies and food and that leads to some dramatic, you know, dramatic results um, which is well proven and, you know, I've, I've seen you be able to do that and when you came to me you already had that well under control um, but were able to just, I guess, get that out to some more people but um, following on from that, your, your true desire was really to help um, women especially and, and higher performing women, overachieving women, unlock some of their mindset blocks that stop them from being their authentic self and expressing themselves authentically online and then how that then impacts on how they are, how they are in their business and how their business succeeds. So I'd love to dive into that more with you on today's session. So do you want to just sort of start by giving me a bit of background there and tell me, you know, what are some of those mindset blocks that people find um, that really pull, hold them back from expressing themselves in the right way online. Tell us more about that. Yeah, absolutely. So it was really interesting. The more opportunities I had to work with, you know, super achievers in business to help them lose weight, I saw that there was a real common trend in the same things that were holding them back from their weight that was also holding them back in their business. And so when I was sitting across from people in masterminds and, and other events, I could see that these same blocks were holding them back. So, that, you know, maybe you'd see them constantly trying to change their packaging or their pricing or, or over-delivering and having disputes with clients that walked over them um, and, and not actually doing the work that they found really fulfilling and instead just doing the bread and butter stuff that long-term was really soul-destroying, you know, the stuff that they were good at but not what they really wanted to do. And, you know, like their message would be wishy-washy and diluted, their cash flow would be up and down, and they'd just kind of feel like they were constantly back at the drawing board. And 
look, I, you know, you're a real genius at um, tweaking people's message and you've certainly helped me with mine. But I noticed that the degree of success that somebody has, it's like you can only um, you can only work with what people bring to the table. So it doesn't matter how awesome the strategies are if the person hasn't done enough of the internal work to really claim their talents and the transformation that they offer their clients and claim it as their superpower. So so mm-hmm. I kind of it, it bases into three different areas what I've seen is it's been boundaries, transformational value and self-worth. So um, boundaries might be, you know, not having clear terms and agreements and and um, over delivering uh, transformational value, understanding the cost versus the value that they give to their clients and really understanding yep. the pain and the pleasure that they help them with. And then right mm-hmm. down at the bottom, it, like right at the fundamental core beliefs that you have about yourself, you know, who I am, um, you know, sort of being able to step up and say, this is who I am versus people sort of saying, who am I to offer this or who am I to shine? Um, you know, would you agree with that? Yeah, definitely. I mean, I, I think um, one of the reasons that I've chosen to work with women um, in, you know, in coaching and, and holding the groups that I do for, you know, increased success for women is that I've identified that left to our own devices, we're our worst enemy, um, more so than most men. I mean, we can't generalize all the time. There's some women that, you know, just execute and take action and you know, know how to, you know, get things done and, and conquer the fear and the self-doubt. And then there's most of us women who question absolutely everything and have either a disease to please or this perfectionist tendency that keeps us really doubting what we've got to bring into the world. And instead of taking action and putting it forth, we, we sort of hold back. So sometimes we need the opportunity to... Um, to have that affirmation to bring it forward and, and have that external validation, I guess, because we're not good at giving it to ourselves. Absolutely. And, you know, it's interesting that, um, you know, I've absolutely been a victim of these um, issues myself because I, when I first started working with you, when I first reached out with to you, I was kind of like, you know, I don't know if I should – really step into my power and be this amazing transformational figurehead for people, for women and their bodies and combat the diet industry or if I should just be a little, you know, housewife looking after the goats on the farm um, and playing small. And and it was actually really great because I'd been wallowing for about three or four months after I'd had a bad experience with, you know, I hadn't set up these boundaries, had a bad experience with um, some clients and it was kind of one of those things where it's like, oh, what is it all for? And you really kicked my butt and you were like, "Um, if you've been doing this much stuff, if you've done this much to date and you're only, you know, you've got a handful of clients, then you need Mm. to step up. And um, I was like, oh, my God she's right <laughs> and you know within a week of yeah. you just, me being able to just to check in with you and and share with you my results like I think I, I had a 20k week within a week um so <laughs> I just hustled and I, I I got things done and you held that space for me to do that mm, yeah and and it's when you go into that what is it like almost that death roll of self-doubt you know <laughs> you're spitting around and you you, you st- it, it and you'd know more about this than I would, but that in terms of why that happens and how to address it, but just that, you know, a little bit of doubt creeps in, you have a bad client, 
um, and then or some client maybe some clients finish up with you or um, you know want to leave the program and then all of a sudden you forget about you know the 75 80 percent of clients who are loving what you're doing and you just focus on those elements and think I must be on the wrong path and I want to give it all away and and it just it's hard to weather the storm of some of those ups and downs in business and as Denise Duffield Thomas always says to me, she goes, "This is this is not an easy game, you know. This yeah. is not for the faint-hearted at all." Um, and and then there are ups and downs. So, you know, if you're already feeling a little less confident um, in you know what you're doing and putting yourself out there, it's very easy to just get knocked off your perch and and not get back up again, right? Yeah, and especially from someone like me, I think I've got a lot of mental muscle. <laughs> but, you know, even I was vulnerable at that point. And just to share a little bit about it, um, you know, I was working with one of my other mentors who's freaking awesome. Um, and I put together, yeah. and this was a few years ago, and I put together this really fun and high-energy face-to-face semi-private fitness program. But because, right. you know, there's, that's only one side of my um, personality is the big high energy part. Um, and so I was influenced or this sort of persona that I have on the outside, um, you know, is it's kind of like, you know, you and Denise talk about she comes to the start of the party, you know, seven to nine, and then you, you're there from nine till four, yeah. you know. Yeah, exactly. I, I'm like... Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Start things off and I'll finish them. Yeah, yeah. she's an introvert. I'm yeah. a dedicated extrovert. Yeah. Yes, yes. Well, so I, um, you know, the more mindset work that I did, I realised that I'm actually almost an equal introvert and extrovert. So I just like to be turn up and be fabulous, and then I skulk off into my own little world. Um, you know, I'm not right. the hostess with the mostess. So, so when I actually realized that, I realized the projection, the parts of my personality and the parts that I really loved working with clients and wanted to include them and also where to cut it off and where to price it effectively that allowed me to, you know, manage my energy levels. Um, you know, I got to work, I got to attract more one-on-one clients that I found the most fun and rewarding and that built my, my own mental muscle up again. Um, I was able to see the value of my own transformation and then that was just a snowball effect. Um, you know, I just, you know, got gathered more and more momentum and my messages got more and more honed in my vocabulary bank of phrases and call to actions and it just had prospective clients sending me messages saying, oh my God, it's like you were writing exactly that to me. How can I work with you? So, you know, it's only how you, it's like how you pull yourself out of those situations that um, you turn them into, you know, your strengths instead of, <laughs> instead of, you know, throwing your hands up in the air and saying, I'm going to quit and just be, um, you know, a farmer's wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Where you were just like, oh, it's so hard. So, so it was really tapping into what you're naturally more good at in your style. Is that what you mean about building your offer that is more aligned with the style of how you like to be in the world? Is that, is that kind of yeah. what you mean by that or where you start the starting point for that? Yeah, absolutely. So like I, um, I actually had an experience trying on, you know, like it's like trying on a hat. You try different strategies, you try different business models. And I had tried the high paid advisor model. Um, so, you know, that's yeah. selling, selling like an $8,000 um, health and wellness, you know, coaching package for eight weeks. Um, and I, you know, I, I could get clients really, really great results within that eight weeks. But I had to bust my butt to be able to... Yeah 
you know, deliver. I always kind of felt like, yeah, I, I didn't feel in alignment with um, the value because you want to be able to over deliver in value. You want to be able to have that client just go, oh my gosh, like you far exceeded my expectations. Not only did you deliver what I was expecting, yeah. but you went above and beyond, not because, you know, you're rushing around after them being their slave, mm. but because of when they achieved that, it helped them in all the other areas in their life. So, so I actually found that because I felt it was um, too big of an investment and too big of a pressure, that was also coming through, I, like I kind of made myself too unapproachable with those prices and, mm. and all the positioning I had to make sure because I didn't want to be speaking to people who, you know, were perhaps employees and, and that was a far, you know, on, on a salary and that was a ridiculous amount of money. But I know I could have helped them at a lower price point. So, you know, what you helped me with was just like, why don't you just put a $700 program out there? And I was like, yeah, well, that actually goes, you know, flies in the face of all these other things I've been working against, but let's give it a go. And instead of having yeah. the four milestones I was trying to cram into eight weeks, I just took one, maybe one and a half of them, or just really one, and I stretched it out over 12 weeks. And, right. um, you know, it was, it, it's like essentially it helped me go, the value in this is so ridiculous. The transformation I know you're going to get with it, get in this is that if you don't invest in yourself, you, you know, um, there's something cuckoo going on in your head because this is awesome and this is going to change your life. And, you know, I went from five clients to 150 within a matter of months <laughs> just with that little tweak, yeah. you know. Wow. Yeah. And I, I have found that in that, um, you know, a lot of my mentoring has been around um, offering, you know, really high-value solutions at, you know, a bigger investment than probably before a lot of the market was doing. I mean, now it seems like this this message has spread a lot more than perhaps when we first started getting involved in, in that side of the business and uncovering the fact that, um, you know, for me, it's, it, it's always made sense because I do like to work very hands-on with people. So in order to have a sustainable business, I had to charge, you know, higher prices. I couldn't make it like a 197 course when you know, it's doing one-on-ones and we're having retreats and all that kind of thing. And it was in alignment with the transformation that I could bring. But there's also other offerings and in industries. I think that, firstly, it doesn't always apply to you. Weight loss can be one of those. I think weight loss is harder to do as a higher price, um, you know, program. Or those kind of programs where you're getting people to invest in themselves and rather than to make money, right? Yeah. I think they're difficult to have at a higher price. Um, look, the theory is that, you know, it, if there's a pain point there, you can charge it. But what's important to realise is that, sure, anybody could go and charge, you know, 10, 20, 30,000 for something. But if in their heart they're feeling like that's too expensive, it will come out in every touch point of their marketing. Um, and particularly on sales calls or, you know, strategy sessions or, you know, offer offer invitations or whatever they are, it just comes across because yeah. you're not in alignment with what you're putting out there and people will pick it up and then it just becomes really, really demoralising. Um, well, what did so actually... I think it's nice yeah, Sorry, go. to start with something. No, go ahead. I was just going to say. So I think it's good to start with something that feels more in alignment with where you are so you don't... You, you don't sort of create a problem from the beginning yeah. um, and then move up from there. And move to stay yeah. there. Just yes. And then move up. Yeah. Because yeah. that was still completely, that was still completely leveraged. So, you know, like um, yeah. we, 
we still like I could sell that $700 program and that wasn't any extra time for me so 150 people with just a set amount of deliverables was really great Um, and I then still had my high level you know premium price offering um, you know in that eight to ten thousand dollar mark but it was uh, stretched out over six months and um, right. that allowed me it, – it kind of worked both ways because people who saw my um, marketing on that lower level were also kind of like, well, how do I get to work with you one-on-one? And so that even made my high-price um, programs um, way easier to convert and I really got to work one-on-one with the people that I loved working. So, um, you know, it just allowed me – like having the people – you know, more people at that bottom level really allowed me to int- intimately understand the transformational value of what I offered. Um, and I just right. got a massive library of amazing testimonials and paraphrase quotes. And um, it just built up, it, it built up my reputation. Um, and it made everything, it made everything roll on faster. And especially just, you know, gained that self-belief back in myself as well. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I think I think it's really important. And even, you know, most of the time I see women entrepreneurs radically undercharging. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we can kind of touch on this. I mean, the first thing I will normally be able to do is just either um, work out how we can tweak their packaging or their pricing. That's generally some of the first way we, ways we can start making a difference in their business. Um, but... Uh, yeah, well, um, sorry, my daughter has just walked past me and totally distracted me there. So just just one moment, I'm like trying to look at her, you know, please be quiet, I'm on a recording. Um, I'm sure people with young children will be able to understand the joys of school holidays and working from home. Um, so, yeah, so that that is one of the first things that we tweak. But the first thing they say to me is like, oh, I couldn't possibly charge that much. Like, oh, God, no, I couldn't. And so then whatever that reaction is, I will then adjust strategies around that because there's just no point in having a one-size-fits-all cookie cutter for everybody. It's just it's just never going to work because you tell someone a solution and as creative entrepreneurs too, this is, sorry, I'm going off on a bit of a side tangent here, but I know from being in a, um, in my own masterminds is that, um, is that uh, one of the guys I met in um, Kevin Nation's mastermind, Toby Alexander, he does sort of like mindset coaching, I, it, it's sort of bigger than that. But anyway, one of the things he said to me, and this really resonated, and it also cut across to weight loss, so I'm sure you'd be interested in this, Bianca, um, and I'm sure you probably have this, this issue, which is definitely one that I have, is that we just really don't like being told what to do. Um, <laughs> we've got this inner rebel, right? Yeah. So he said to me, well, you're, an, you're a creative entrepreneur. You don't like being told what to do. And I'm like, that's exactly right. So that's been a real barrier for me to getting coach because um, I don't like, you know, people tell me things and I'm kind of like, yeah, that sounds that sounds all well and good, but no, I want to do it my way. You know, I want to make this harder. And with weight loss, um, you know, when someone tells me I need to go on a diet, the first thing I want to do is not do that because yeah. I'm like, yeah. you can't tell me what to do. You can't tell me what to eat. And so then weight loss programs, are re- I find it really difficult for weight loss programs um, to work for me because I don't want to be told what to do. So, you know, I, I've had my own kind of journey with that. Now I guess, you know, part of it is just the discipline of going, well, you have to do it. Um, but the other part is recognising because I am an all or nothing person, when I 
you know, I've also had a, a mentor, a weight loss mentor who's like, well, we talk all about pleasure and no boundaries and just eat what you want. And it's like, that doesn't work either because <laughs> I'm all or nothing, right? So I'm just going to eat everything, right? And I'm not going to lose weight if I do that either. I can't sort of regulate myself. So trying to find that in-between is important, but I think as our kind of uh, the way we, I think you and I are, are like that, Bianca. We've got yeah. that inner rebel where we're like, we want to do things our way. And so finding the balance between, um, you know, fighting yourself on certain things and fighting good advice um, can be difficult. So um, I thought that was quite an interesting, I don't know what you think about that, yeah. about how that impacts on weight loss too, about not being. You've actually. Yeah, you've actually brought up a really interesting point and it's it's actually identifying the difference between coaching, mentoring and teaching. So sometimes teaching mm. is just, here's what I'm going to talk, talk to you about, here's the foods, here's the exercises, um, you know, this is nutrition, this is what the chemistry of food does, that's teaching. Um, mentoring mm. is somebody saying, here's what I've done, come and do what I've done and I'll tell you what I think you should do. Whereas coaching is actually tapping into the person and asking them what it is that they want to do and then sort of looking at the – it's like a, the radio – tuning into that radio station that's going on in the back of your mind and finding out all those little blips and all the, the static that's happening. So, for instance, that person who said, oh, no, I couldn't possibly charge that. So that would be a scarcity um, mindset around both the transformational value that they offer as well as their self-worth. Who am I to charge that? Um, and so yeah. when people don't truly know the pain and the pleasure that they offer their clients, you know, like for example, a, a personal trainer, I knew he was struggling. He was making $30 for a half hour session. And I said to him, you know, do you understand the value that you give to your clients? Like, look at that guy over there, this young guy, you've helped him put on 10 kilos of muscle. He's got a girlfriend. Yeah. He's got a new job. He's so much happier. That's worth more than $30 for a half hour session. So when you yeah. totally do know the confidence, the peace of mind, the you know, he's got a better sex drive, like sex life, this, this young kid now. So when you can articulate that and tell somebody how you're going to get them from A to B and you own the, your magic that gets that person to there, you're not going to go, oh, no, who am I to be able to charge that? So, so yeah. So the inner rebel is happening when somebody's trying to push mentoring on you when really it should be about coaching and understanding the um, barriers that are happening that are stopping you from getting what you want. So the all or nothing, um, you know, mindset is, is actually because there's something really scary that you don't want. You know, for instance, if it's dieting, you know, I don't want to be fat. Oh, I don't want to be fat. So someone will diet for, and they'll eat healthy and they'll go to the gym and they'll have green smoothies and they kind of get halfway along and then they're like, oh, um, well, I'm not that fat anymore. I can relax, you know, and they start stop doing any of the, um, yeah. the behaviors that got them there. But when you actually have a toward motivation, when you really truly know what it would be like to have that success, to have that slim tone body, to have, you know, the confidence or, you know, if it's in the business context, to have those clients or to have that recurring money, what that would make you feel like, what would that would mean to you. Um, when you can truly grasp where you want to get to and get rid of all those interferences like nobody's going to pay me for that. Oh, I can only charge what I can charge because of this area. Or um, who, who am I? Yeah, who am I to, to do this? Or what I do isn't that great. Then you're only ever getting a piece of the puzzle. So that's why you'll keep on rebounding. 
And that's what I was doing when I'd go hard out, um, you know, because I you know, don't want to be don't want to be cash trapped. So I'll go hard out and then I get a bit of money in the bank. And then it's like, sweet, I'm rich. I can retire <laughs> until the next month. Yeah. It's like, oh, crap. <laughs> so you can have all yeah. or nothing dieting type, yo-yo dieting type mentality when it comes to your marketing and your business as well. Is there also a bit of this, I think I do this a little bit myself, where I, not necessarily, uh, maybe with weight, not, no, not so much with weight loss, but definitely with business, where it's like in the opposite of not thinking you're good enough. Like sometimes you're just like, geez, I'm just so good at this, and then you don't take the actions necessary to keep growing. Like is that is that a thing too, where you sort of almost get, that sounds like it's really arrogant and conceited. It's not, it's not coming from that place, but sometimes it's like, I am just so damn good at this and you think in your mind you are but other people don't know or you take your foot off the pedal. Is that Does that make sense? Like sometimes I think, come on, you get a bit too carried away with how good you are. You need to get back to the grassroots. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I do that. Uh, yeah. I think I definitely. Yeah, I absolutely do. So, um, you know, when I first started CrossFit, I was, um, you know, within a year, I was top 60 in Australia, you know, we came 10th at the regional games. I was the only amateur athlete to um, beat one of the second figure, fittest chick in the world. Um, and, you know, in one event, but I'll take that. Um, but yeah. then it got to this point when, when I had to go, what is actually really pushing me here? And for me, it's that for overachievers, it's this expectation, uh, these massive high expectations and never ever feeling like your best is good enough and you could always have done better. And when I reconciled mm-hmm. with that and when I realised, actually, I'm already awesome, I don't, I don't have to try, uh, I kind of cracked mm-hmm. up laughing and I ruined my competitive streak. Um, but then sort of, you know, like I went, I took a year and a half off CrossFit and then I started losing all the, all the side benefits that I had from that, you know, my friends that I would see there and my strength Mm -hmm. that I had. And it started making me be aware more of the process that I enjoyed about that goal. So, um, so whilst I don't have any goals when it comes to CrossFit, I love the process of just being engaged with my body and learning and implementing things. Um, so when you say, like, I'm already good, I don't have to try, that's awesome and perfect. But there must be something in there that's holding you back still that you, you do want more because otherwise you'd just cruise. Like, like what is it for you that you actually want to achieve when you say, oh, maybe I should be trying harder? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So it's just an interesting kind of paradigm and I think, you know, I, I don't know if men do it as well, but yeah, I mean, especially as women, we just have all these, you know, <laughs> like these contradictions, right, that come yeah. up inside. So I think I um, think it's just about really owning what it is that you want to move towards, because sometimes the things, like essentially, we have our imprint period in our mind from the ages of zero to seven, right? That's when we're making all these decisions about the world. That was when I was, you know, three years old and and um, trying to beat my my big sisters in a running race because my three-year-old said that's how you get love being competitive and it took me till I was 33 to realize actually I can get love in any numerous ways and I don't have to be competitive so when you don't examine what it is that you truly want to have and attract within your life and you've got your your inner five-year-olds um you know, in the driver's seat, then you will keep on having this toing and froing and toing and froing. Oh, I should do more, but I can't be bothered. Or, you know, I should be achieving more and I shouldn't be coasting, but I'm actually already awesome the way I am. So you've got this battle going on inside you. 
And it's only when you just sort of start tuning into the radio station um, that's going in the back of your mind, you can start picking out the things that are just your inner five-year-old and don't actually make sense to the adult mind um, and things that you can create new empowered beliefs around it. But if you just keep on sort of running around in that conscious space because our conscious mind is responsible for 10% of our behaviour, our subconscious is responsible for 90%. So that's why, you know, I value being a businesswoman over being a domestic goddess, you know. So that's why, that's why. <laughs> so, you know, if, if I've got all this stuff I've got to do in the kitchen, I'll actually go, I'll leave the kitchen and go, I've got so much work to do and I'll go to do stuff on the computer and create massive amounts of work, but then my house will be in disarray. So my subconscious values um, are valuing my business over the kitchen. Yeah, yes. I hear you on that front. Mine and mine is definitely the same and definitely valued it over cooking. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So so I think that that's, that's a really good point that we have those, those um, you know, blocks and ways of being that, that, that come up um, for us and stop us from really, you know, reaching that potential. So how can you tell if it's a mindset block that's preventing you from the business that you want? So you'll find, um, you know, it's interesting. I was watching, I, I watch different friends and, and they, they come to me with my, their issues and we, we sort of brainstorm them. And, and for instance, you know, like you, you'll see uh, outward manifestations of this, these beliefs happening and people will keep on trying to change the um, behaviours on the outside without realising that it's actually a mindset issue. So for instance, um, you know, I've, a business peer who didn't had clients who weren't paying on time so to help her cash flow she started changing their billing billing schedule to weekly but it turned out she just ended up becoming a debt collector every week um so then she put on an admin assistant to chase up the debts and then that was an an extra unnecessary expense all because she wasn't putting her expectations and procedures in place and putting her foot down to her clients so, so, you know, you know, like I've seen other people who are feeling overwhelmed by the demands of their clients, you know, and they start trying to change the deliverables, you know, um, like, oh, you're emailing me too much. My client's emailing me too much with all these massive questions. And if I email them, you know, I'll spend all day at my desk. So instead, I'll set up a voice messaging service. So when their question comes through, I'll just answer it right there on the spot um, via my mobile. So I don't have to spend time at the desk. So, so, of course, that's not going to work out for the best either because you're still at the beck and call of clients. Um, but you'll see that this, you know, this will reflect some underlying belief. And for this particular friend, it was um, about actually realizing that you are enough for just who you are. Just like you, Victoria, when I first started working with you, you were enough for me to go, yeah, dude, that's you, you're not making enough. You're not making enough big of enough effort. Like, pull your socks up, eh? And and that was that was enough. You know, the the space that you held for me was more than enough for what I needed. So, if this is a problem for you, you'll see it as a recurring theme that affects you in other areas of your life, and it it will seem irrational um, when you look at it, but it's going to be automatic and instinctive. You're like, oh. I don't know why I keep doing this or, oh, my God, I can't believe you, you pointed that out to me. 
Um, you might be doing like flight, fright or fight responses. You know, you might, um, you know, get into a, a fiery email exchange or Facebook debate. Um, you might go into avoidance or you might just run and drop everything and say, yeah, I'm going to go be a, a hobby farmer's wife. Um, but you'll also have the outward manifestations in your body too. So um, it'll be in fatigue um, you know, bloating, problems with your skin, problems with your weight. Um, and you'll find that sometimes if you're in this all or nothing um, mindset, you'll find that you'll start sabotaging your success. You'll get a bit of success and then you'll find something or something will happen to you that kind of brings you back down to earth again. So, um, and even if you just find yourself feeling like you're trapped, you, like, like, like I suppose what you were talking about, you're feeling trapped at your current level of success. You know there's more. You know you're already awesome, but there's this sort of lingering um, instinct in the back of your mind going, I'm still playing small. I'm still, I'm still, um, there's still more for me to do and help. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I, I think that, um, yeah, there's, there's all the different levels. When you're starting, you've got that, oh, I'm not sure that I can do this and whether I, I, who am I to be charging this or who am I to be offering this or maybe I should just offer what other people are offering rather than my own unique expression of that because nobody's going to like it. But then as you move forward, it's yeah, there's that element of complacency, I guess, too, of thinking that you're great and, and all that kind of stuff too. So um, I think that, yeah, like it's just those different, the mindset comes up at, di at different times, those little blocks and and issues that pop up, right? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> definitely. Keep us from our true potential, which is really what you, you know, what you're, what you're talking about. And I guess what your, how you work with people now. Tell me a little bit more about how you get people through that, or the way that you, you know, you set them up for success. Well, I suppose um, for anyone listening out there, if you just like getting some clarity is the first um, is the first step, and and journaling, like just writing daily pages, is a great way to start the day and making the unconscious conscious. Because sometimes you don't realize mm -hmm. that real freneticism that you're like, oh, I got to get get on the computer, I got to get out the door, and you don't realize that you might also be saying because I'm stressed about I didn't give that client enough because I don't think I've got enough money coming in because um, somebody's going to tell me off. And if you don't do that journaling, you don't. it's almost like having a big emotional dump. So the pages yeah. in the morning is a great way. Um, then yeah. I really put a big um, emphasis on helping people create their end goal. And instead of just talking about what it Wants what you want it to look like. Like sometimes people bring, you know, I want to make a million dollars or I want to make 30 grand a month. And it can be a real arbitrary number. And that's when your subconscious can start um, sabotaging you because there's was actually not enough skin in the game. It's like you actually have to talk about what, how's that going to make you feel and what's that going to mean to you. Um, and then imagine your moment of arrival, imagine of already having achieved that. And imagine it's already happened and it's just your new kind of normal. So I think a lot of times people put that outward um, goal of this big, you know, holy grail and because it feels so far away, that's actually what manifests. The distance that they feel how far they're away, they're away from their goals is what perpetuates. So no matter how far they get, they constantly just feel like they're moving the goalposts forward. Um, and But essentially I work with people to help them overcome 
those upper limits, those um, beliefs that stop them from taking massive action, from putting their unique voice. You know, I, I work with some um, personal trainers and they're brilliant in person. They, they have that real energy that is infectious, but get them to try and get that to convey through the computer and it just sort of all falls flat on their face because they don't, they're not owning their true genius. Um, and, you know, a lot of the self-doubt can also be uh, expressed in this, am I worthy to be the messenger of this change and, and can I really step up and play this big game? Um, you know, and, and if that resonates with you, because uh, I think, you know, that the program that you've recently brought out up, Vic, about the message to market, man, that's been so packed full of value and I was looking at it going, you know, if anyone is hesitating to jump on that program, it's because they're letting self-doubt um, about them, you know, who am I? Um, who am I to really shine and take this on board? Because any opportunity to work with you is going to kick people into gear. So it's if you're yeah. feeling like if you're feeling like there's there's all this information and you're sort of like uh, wading through this overwhelm, um, then more information and more strategies isn't going to help you because you'll just hold yourself back from implementing it in the most authentic and aligned way. Um, so when you actually find out and just, and it can be really quick too, just with some guided um, insight from someone who's been there before and, you know, it's like a skilled eye, you can see those mindset blocks that are, that are sort of like flashing like a neon sign to the outside observer. But for you, you just think that's the way it is. Um, yeah. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, that totally makes sense. So someone just to be able to, you know, guide you through that process, identify when there is a mindset block and, and how you can move your, move your way around it with confidence and ease and, you know, the, the, um, the flow that that can bring in, you know, not only in terms of profit but in terms of your confidence and, and moving forward your business. I'm, you know, I'm a strong believer in, in having support and guidance um, where perhaps, you know, you're not as strong. And I think in business we need as much support as we can get. So yeah. if people were going to reach out to you, um, you know, you're obviously happy to even have a chat and work out yeah. whether, you know, what's going on and perhaps even just give them some suggestions without any kind of obligation or anything. Course, so yeah. if they're going to do that, like your website is already packed full of great advice, good blog posts, great blog posts and information at biancaa.com um, but if they wanted to actually apply there's biancaa.com forward slash crusade and we can put those um, links in the show notes as well yeah. um, and that would obviously you know if there's something like a specific mindset block that keeps coming up or just something that you're feeling a bit of fear and resistance around or a pattern that's recurring you can help them with that, right? Yeah, absolutely. So if you see patterns happening, you know, this up and down pattern or holding yourself back or or just this general stuckness, um, that's going to be a specific mindset block that's happened, uh, you know, somewhere between your imprint period and it's affecting your your decisions as you are um, as an adult. And it's so cool because, you know, some of the that, that client that I was talking about earlier, um, you know, as soon as you do some of these coaching sessions, it can be an instantaneous change because you're actually speaking with your subconscious mind instead of just trying to muscle over it with your conscious mind. So it's like, oh, mm. of course. And then you're in complete alignment. It's like 
you know, a bat out, a bat out of hell. Just um, so if it's a specific yeah. mindset block that you find, just keeps on, you know, creating the same um, same pattern of success, yeah. and then and then break down or you know burn it up or burn it um, burn down or or burn out. Mm. Um, and a lot of like the the blogs on my site um, are about weight loss, but it's interesting because I have a lot of business warriors who come to me because you can you can pretty much exchange what I'm talking about weight loss to consistent application of your you know of your message out in the world um, or living up to your true potential because the the mindset blocks and the spiritual um, philosophies are you know common themes across everybody regardless of what your body looks like on the outside. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So. For you in, in doing some of this work, um, so if some like if we can get even more specific about where I mean I know you've been cut across a lot of situations, but what are some of the ones where you have helped them unlock as a theme around you know how to allow their authentic message to be expressed? Or is that kind of where you know one of the, one of the areas, or can you give me some more specifics there? So Absolutely. So that so it. Yeah, look, it comes down to the boundaries, the transformational value, and the self worth. So there'll be different crossovers of all of all that. So there might be um, a boundary issue where you're letting it carry over, going, um, you know, this person wasn't a nice person to me, um, or they they said my stuff was shit, so I'm going to believe them. Um, so everything of mine is stuff, you know. So so thinking that might be uh, the belief that we might need to clear is about I'm not good enough. Um, or the transformational value it might mean that there's not enough uh, introspection in terms of the client's um, results and their journey that you go through. So sometimes it's about a journey down that path because we discount and we discredit mm-hmm. our superpowers. Um, and then, you know, the self-worth aspect of thinking, you know, sometimes it can be like, you know, we've all a lot of us in this age group have had grandparents who um, were raised in the depression. So, you know, um, we've, our parents were raised with a real poverty mindset. And I know it, it comes up for me too, you know, if, if things are tight, um, it's like, oh, got to, you know, waste not, want not. And, and start, you know, like my my uh, my mum still picks up five cent coins and goes, look, five cents. It's like, that's great, mum. So sometimes it can be this old, um, you know, old belief that, and it can be one that's been passed down from your parents and grandparents. And it doesn't take much to change it when you identify what it is because it's kind of like just tracking back dominoes and you go oh I thought that because of that oh and you know you can very very quickly bust through it um and then as soon as that happens it's just like like you know the work that I was doing with that um client she said oh my gosh as soon as I realized like I created that new neural pathway that I am enough and I I knew Mm. that and it resonated with me in my heart all those business you know like brainstorming activities that I've done and 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 kind of gone stuck for ages. She goes, it was easy. I've done that. I've done that exercise a thousand times, but this is the first time I've done it with authenticity and knowing that it's it's something that I'm excited to move forward. Um, so just holding that space and holding people to accountable to that bigger vision, which is something you did really awesomely for me, um, can be all that it happens that can turn you from five people, five clients, into 150 clients in a matter of months. Mm, 
exactly, exactly. So radical change for you, and and opening the door to yeah, a different way, a different way of being and level of success. So. I would highly recommend that um, given, you know, knowing the ways as women we do sabotage ourselves time and time again or have those unconscious kind of patterns that, that keep, um, you know, keep or that are keeping us from the success that we deserve. So um, I would definitely recommend that um, you reach out to Bianca even if it's just to have a chat and identify whether that that is happening for you, that is, a, that is an issue or not. Um, she'd definitely be able to point you in the right direction with her, yeah, her loving, no-nonsense approach <laughs> to, <laughs> to to getting you where you need to go and, and Bianca's definitely not afraid to tell it like it is and that's what I love about her. And, um, and also your passion for helping women succeed on different levels and, and you know, that stemming from the, the definitely getting the body that you want as well. It's, it's super important and such a core part for many of us women. Um, so yeah, reach, reach out on any of those level, levels to BiancaA.com. Um, I'm sure that you're going to find some some gold in there. That's for sure. And was there anything else you wanted to to add before we um, finish off the podcast, Bianca? I think I just want to give people this last sort of analogy to to look at. You know, like you know the Queen of Hearts in Alice in Wonderland, and she says. Um, Oh, she wants the the roses red, and so they the the cards yeah. the suitors have to paint the ro- the white roses red, and that's essentially mm-hmm. what I see a lot of people doing, trying to grow a garden of you know roses, and it comes out white roses, and then they try and paint it red, as opposed to like yeah. pull yourself back, figure out what it is that you really want. You really want a garden of red roses, and having the faith and the conviction and the strength to move in the opposite direction and sow the seeds of the red roses instead, instead of just trying to you know, do superficial change, actual make lasting change um, that gets you what you want. Beautiful. I love that analogy. Awesome. I'm sure there's so many people listening that can relate to that too. So beautiful. Well, enjoy the rest of the day up on your um, farm up in Queensland. Um, I'm going to be down here roasting down in Melbourne. It's going to be 39 degrees Celsius, so <laughs> we're all going to have a good day, um, but it was really um, fabulous to have you on here, and I'm, I'm always so happy to share um, some of the amazing people that I know on the podcast, so um, I look forward to, yeah, speaking with you soon, and I hope people take advantage of the invitation to, um, you know, reach out to you at BiancaA.com um, forward slash crusade. So that's Bianca, B-I-A-N-C-A-A.com um, forward slash crusade. So, all right, love, thanks for that. Um, take care. You're welcome. And, Vic, I, I still want to take this opportunity just to thank you so much for um, the work that you did me, with me in the Breakout Success Mastermind because, you know, the friendships that I've I've uh, made in that group um, have been long-lasting. They're my business besties. You're one of my business besties. Um, and you know what we were able to achieve as a group and to kind of know that like you know you are pretty wacky when it comes to all your other normal friends that you live around that you hang around normally but when you travel from you know different ends of Australia and you get to be in the same room that you've put together and you're like oh these chicks get me and they're they they understand and and they inspire you and you've got girl crushes like all your biggest girl crushes all in the same room Um, (laughs) it's it's definitely Definitely pushed me onto you know the heights that um, I'm experiencing now, and and yeah, I would um, I would definitely recommend that to anybody who's sitting on the fence. 
Oh, thanks, love. Yeah, so, I mean, that is my core passion about curating a group of, you know, amazing women that, you know, it's not just me leading it, it's, it's, it's everybody inspiring each other and supporting each other and I know that, you know, those connections are long-lasting and that's really, you know, my greatest achievement, being able to set that up. So, thanks for that. I appreciate it. Um, and, you know, that's what I love to do. So, finding that and putting, putting your own spin on what it is that you love to do and that you feel like you're driven to do. So, beautiful. Thanks for that. Yeah. No worries. All right. Well, that was, we'll wrap up there and we'll see you on the next episode of Sky High Results Online. Bye. I'm dedicated to bring the best marketers to you right here on Sky High Results Online. If you're a woman looking to rapidly grow your business with powerful online marketing campaigns and the support of a brilliant group of like-minded entrepreneurial women, head on over to victoriagibson.com.